All right, everybody, welcome back to the Here for the Truth podcast. This is a special format. This is one of our side chat editions. This is Side Chat 9. This is more of a casual, short form flow where, you know, we bring on inspiring individuals, individuals who aren't always necessarily in the public domain, but who we think have awesome stories. And we get to have a have a great conversation. And today we have David Grigg with us. Um, David's a listener of the podcast. He's a member of our community, and he's just completed round five of Rise Above the Herd as well. David, man, so good to see you here. You guys too. Thanks for having me. It's uh, it's wild to be here. It's such an honor. Julie. Oh, bro, it's, it's it's an honor for us as well too, man. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, just being able to watch and observe your incredible, I guess, transformation throughout this process and through your, throughout, throughout this period um, has been awe-inspiring to, to watch. And I think just to kick this one off, if you could just, I guess, share with the audience a little bit about just your truth-seeking journey in general, like where did things start for you and how have things unfolded? Good question. Big question. Um, You know, I guess my actual truth-seeking journey, I guess, in in terms of, you know, discovering you guys and and doing this sort of stuff is, is really quite a young journey for me. Um, but it was one that I think I was always going to find, uh, I think since being like a, a young lad, I always had a, a rebellious streak in me. I always had that desire to, you know, be far away from everywhere else, everyone else exploring the perimeter, seeing what was over there, you know, why is that area out of bounds? I want to go see what's in there. Yeah. I've always had that growing up, you know, my mum. My mom even tried to put me on a lead once, I think, at the shops because she just couldn't keep me contained. And, um, you know, I was always at the far end of it. You know, it's that's that's always been a theme of my life is um, going against authority. You know, I, I I try not to use the word naughty uh, because I think, you know, as my girlfriend pointed out to me the other day, I often call my younger self a naughty kid or a little shit. Yeah. But I think that's just a part of of my inner child that I need to work on. But um. Yeah, I, I always, I always rebelled against authority. I always questioned why I was being told what to do or, or why they were, those were the rules and and those sorts of things. So I think I was always I was always destined to find this path. Um, I had to go through a lot of a lot of things throughout my life to to find this. Um, but yeah, my, my truth seeking journey, <clears throat> I would say, in the sense of of really being on the path is 12 months, maybe 18 months fresh, you know, and um, what a crazy 18 months it has been. Like, yeah. So much growth and so much learning and, and so much community building. Like the amount of, I guess, friends from my life that I've just kind of allowed to kind of drop away but have made room for this this beautiful community that you guys have created and yeah i feel like i really have a family now yeah which is awesome yeah Yeah. man it's amazing can you just share a little bit of like your your personal story and and your your like major rites of passage that led you to this you know these last 12 months yeah and even like the yeah the major like i guess catalysts you know even particularly if you want to go into the whole 2020 era and how that impacted you yeah yeah i think 2020 um 
I think what was interest what's what's interesting is that like I think for so long for at least a decade I have defined myself based on kind of what I do for a career um and I've always been able to stand behind that and and kind of like you know this is who I am this is what I do and then coming up to 2020 um you know so I work for the listeners I, I work in performing arts I'm an audio engineer I mix live music I do sound design things like that and that's you know I've always sort of worn that as a trophy and that's been easy to hide behind but coming up to 2020 I um you know all of that was stripped away from me and um you know the performing arts completely closed down all of that got taken away and there was a huge grieving grieving process I had to go through uh as that part of me kind of died off and I got left with all the rest of the parts of me underneath um that I've been sort of neglecting and so all, all of a sudden I was left as just this this man that you know had to look at himself and and work out what other parts of himself were worth loving and bringing to the front and being witnessed in and and showing people and you know I I got met with a lot of um a lot of areas of my life where I'm really not showing up for myself <clears throat> really not showing up for other people um where I was really out of integrity in a lot of ways and and I think um as I began to sort of start to I guess read books and listen to podcasts and things on on health, well-being and just anything I could get my hands on. I was reading lots of things and listening to lots of things with all the kind of extra time I had. Um <clears throat> I then discovered I then discovered men's work. Um and yeah, that has been the real kind of catalyst for a lot of a lot of the work, the healing journey that has followed, I think. Uh, and then I met my amazing partner and, and she's a therapist, an art therapist. And, um, you know, she was so focused on her own healing journey, which really kind of kicked me into gear. Like, it's like, wow, I've, I really need to step up here and, and focus on myself and, and the areas of my life that I'm, I'm not showing up for myself for and that, that need work. And I've, um, and I think a lot of that has to do with being a man, you know, growing up, I, uh, my father was really angry. We had quite a broken household. My parents got divorced when I was about 12 or so. And then, you know, I went from mid being middle child to the, the oldest child of my two younger siblings and kind of became big brother and really didn't have much of a, a male role model throughout my life. My mother raised me beautifully, but um, I think I sort of became a bit of a people pleaser and then suppressed a lot of my anger and kind of you know, became what a lot of men become in the world today. And I think, you know, we haven't um, faced up to a lot of our shadows and, and integrated a lot of those parts of ourselves. And so that, that's been the real kind of journey for me of these last few years is to dipping into my shadow, looking at the areas of myself where, you know, I tell myself stories to get out of things or make excuses to not show up. And, um, really sitting with those and being with those and, and integrating those. Yeah. I think that answered the question. I kind of didn't exactly remember what the question was. I kind of just went with it. Yeah, man. I mean, right now it just, it's good to hear your story and like, you know, the major rites of passage. I think all of us, when we're on a hero's journey, we have these events in our life 
you know, that kind of take us from where we were to this new direction. And so, yeah, we're just kind of curious on, on that, you know, you've lived however many years you've lived on this planet and you were raised a certain way and, and one experience leads to the next. So yeah, just curious to hear, you know, that man. So obviously you can share anything else you want, but it's great to, to hear um, everything you've already shared. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I grew up, I grew up in a Christian household, very sort of dogmatic Christian household and community. And, and I think, you know, my, my dad was a very angry man, uh, you know, quite abusive to the family and stuff. I do, I do need to say though, that my relationship with my father now is, is awesome. You know, we're, we're such good mates. I love my dad. He's an amazing man. And I can really see him now, see him for who he is and, and what he is and, and see the man he used to be as well. But growing up in that environment was, was pretty tough. Um, and, you know, in, in that little community of, of, you know, the, the church we went to on Sunday was the school that I went to throughout the week. Like it was the same building. It was the same campus. There was 60 kids in the whole school. We had this tiny little community where we're all so contained in there and we never really got to experience or see the world. We're just all in there in this little bubble. And so when my parents got divorced, when I was about 12 or so, I just kind of got exploded out into the world of, of all this stuff I'd never kind of seen or heard before. And yeah, it's been one big rite of passage. Hey, just to, I guess in some ways play catch up from what the rest of rest of the kids were, were doing and into. And there's all this music I hadn't heard before and all this kind of stuff. It was, it was really insane. And then I think throughout my, my teens, I went really rebellious and then I kind of came back to Christianity for a bit and I met this woman and, you know, we, we fell really in love and I actually got married to her, um, which was a big rite of passage in itself, um, 21 years old and, and married. And, um, you know, that was, that was huge for me. I mean, I always, <laughs> I always knew what I wanted and I just went and got it. And I think, you know, that's what happened here. You know, I, I, like I wanted that so bad and I went and got it. I got the girl. She was amazing. And that was all good, but I didn't, I'd never stopped along my journey to really get to know myself and to really explore what made me tick and what I loved. And so then when about probably only a year into that, I really started to discover what made me, me and what I loved. And it was music and sound and all these sorts of things. And I found my first job in a theater and I was, and I was off working 15, 20 hour days and just living it up, having the best time. And I was just like, holy shit, this is me. This is what I want to do. And I was kind of torn then between these two worlds of like being the, you know, being the husband at home and, and, uh, you know, she was a primary school teacher and she wanted to kind of settle down and do that. And I just, I had just found myself out here. And so that, you know, as expected after a few years, just kind of built up resentment and all those sorts of things. Cause I didn't know how to be a man. I didn't know how to be a good partner. I just, I just wanted to do my thing, you know, and why couldn't she kind of, you know, uh, support that and all of those sorts of things, which I can now see, like, you know, it was never going to work in the end. But, um, I was thinking this the other day, like, it's wild to think that, you know, people believe we become adults like 18 or like 21. Like I had such little knowledge of who I am, you know, of my unconscious, of what I like, you know, 
for me, it's not really until like really the Saturn return, like 27, 28 to, you know, even now 30, early 30s, which I'm actually beginning. And what I sense around me in my communities, people actually begin to grasp like a deeper knowledge of who they are and even what, what, it, is, what it is to be a man, what it is to, to show up, what it is to, you know, not act out of whims and, you know, short-term gratifications and actually see, see, see the world through an adult's worldview. Yeah, that's right. That's so right. Actually, I really liked what uh, Melissa Sell said in her recent episode where uh, she was talking about how like different parts of us are kind of stuck at different ages. Yeah. And, um, you know, like th- that, I, I really, that really resonated with me because I think these past few years, this, the healing journey that I've been on the last couple of years, it has really been identifying all these things all these parts of myself that are stuck at different ages and stuck at different times in my life. And they're all kind of coming up to meet each other. And yeah, it's been around this, this 30, 31, I'm 32 now where all these sort of parts of myself are starting to meet. And I feel 32 now. Yeah. Like I feel like a fucking 32 year old. I don't feel, <laughs> I don't have these parts of me that are still 25 and wanting to just go out and get blasted on the weekend. I, those parts are kind of, you know, all these things are kind of, Yeah. I'm fucking I mean, you, 32 you, you, now. And those parts might be there, but you're not choosing to to listen to them and have them run your life. Yeah, exactly right. And and I guess I don't have as much of a desire to yeah to be with those parts. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um let's talk a little bit about, I guess, your process. Like, how did you discover Here for the Truth podcast? Is something I, I'd like to know. And also like how like I guess how mainstream was your perspective of a lot of the topics we talk about prior to prior to discovering us or like, or were you already kind of dipping your toes into alternative information such as the topics that we addressed, et cetera. And it's how have things shifted for you through, I guess, discovering our episodes. I'm, I think you've watched every single episode, right? I have. Yeah. 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 Smashed through all of them. It's been great. Um, I discovered the podcast by, um, you know, doing men's work, I was in a men's group and someone met, I think, I think it was then, or this might've been prior to then just finding different men's coaches and things on Instagram and following them and just reading their messages. And, and then I found Jag, Jag your heart. And then as I always do, I always just do a Spotify search of, of these names and just listen to everything I can from them. And, and here for the truth popped up episode 66, nice. um, last April with, with Jag and, and I listened through that and I was like, man, this is awesome. And I shared it around to, um, a few people. And, and then because I was on, on the podcast, I think I ended up continuing on and listening to another episode. And then I think Irene Lyon was 68. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, what's all this nervous system stuff? This is, this is epic. Like, like I'm dysregulated. What the hell? I want to know more about this. <laughs> and, um, and I shared that with my younger sister and my younger sister, Elisa and I, she's part of this community as well, as you guys know, yeah. we have been on, on such parallel journeys throughout life. I mean, we've had moments where we've been really separate and together, but, um, she, it's actually, it's actually, I owe the credit to her for me listening through the rest of the podcast because, you know, I like to just listen to bits and pieces, but then when I shared Irene Lyons podcast with her, she was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And then she messaged me a, a day later and was like, I've listened to like the next 20 episodes. You should hear all this stuff. This is all this stuff. And I'm like, whoa, she can't beat me. I, I got to catch up. And so we were then in this race 
for ages to just like listen to it. And she was like, Oh, you gotta, you gotta listen to this one. And I was like, damn it. She's still like 10 episodes ahead of me. And and <laughs> we just throughout the whole year, we we're just listening and listening and listening. And then we've eventually listened to all of them. But I, I really owe it to her that I, that I stuck with it um, just out of pure wanting to win, um, <laughs> which is a common theme between us. But um, yeah, honestly, my I wouldn't say my opinion has been pretty mainstream. I mean, I've always, I've always known government was a joke. I've always known, mm-hmm. always known a lot of, a lot of those sorts of things. And, you know, like I, I've never got the flu shot, those sorts of things. I mean, I, I definitely got hooked into the fear around COVID and, and for me, like I ended up getting the vax, but it, it was because, because I, I was told by my entire industry that I, I have no work, you know, like, everywhere I worked, everything I did would not let me through the door unless I had proof of that. And I was like, you know what, there's no way that science would actually create something like harmful to us. You know, it it might not be, it might not be the greatest thing. It might not be something I need, but like, if it means I can earn money again and start providing for myself, my partner that, then I'm going to do it. And so, you know, obviously knowing what I know now and having listened through more stuff and, and really diving into this stuff, I have a very different opinion now, but yeah, I would say I've floated somewhere in between, you know, yeah. there's a lot of mainstream stuff that I was, you know, of course it's true. You know, that's, that's the world we live in, but there's a lot of stuff that I think I knew deep down, uh, wasn't right. You know, there's a lot of stuff that wasn't right. And I think, you know, the way that the world's going now, it's, it's kind of obvious that this is not <laughs> normal. And, um, I think it was just really, confirming for me listening through the podcasts um that I'm on the right path and that I was meant to discover you guys and and your community and and just everything you guys teach like one episode after another I was just like yes this is like abstract gold here you know this I, I didn't this is yeah this is one of those things in life where you just like you, you pinch yourself you're like fuck I've discovered this stuff and and now I have this information and there's no going back, you know, this, there's no turning back from this stuff. Um, and I couldn't be more happy about that. Yeah. And then obviously yeah. rise above the herd. It's just the next level up, you know? Yeah. It's That's awesome, man. I mean, I just, just like love having you on for that reason, just hearing your story and your journey. And it's just a testament to, of we live in the information age. Like there's mm. almost no excuse for someone, like if they want to make a change or they want to learn something different, like it's there. I mean, there's so many amazing podcasts. I mean, you, you obviously know my feelings around Michael and David, Unslaved, uh, transformed my life, you know, huge inspiration. And so to, to be someone who takes the time and the energy and goes, wh- whether if it was a, a competition with your sister or not, and go, I'm going to put in 90 minutes I'm going to listen. I'm going to take this in. I'm going to absorb things. I'm going to challenge my belief systems. I'm going to question the things I've been taught. I'm going to become more curious and then take that knowledge and start applying it to my life. Like it's a testament to you because the majority of people don't. They're stuck in their bubbles. They're stuck with what they, they're stuck at those ages of when they've been conditioned by friends, family, community, religion, et cetera. And they're in their little boxes. Now, again, everyone's on their own journey. If a person's happy in that regard, cool, you do your thing. But there's so much more out there in the world. There's so much knowledge. There's so much wisdom to to gain and and to actually do it, to put in the work and to commit to yourself is is amazing, man. Yeah. yeah thanks, bro. Like 
it may have started as a competition, but you know, I was definitely loving what I was hearing, you know, and I couldn't wait to hear the next episode. Yeah. So just wanted to make sure you guys know that. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, man. Like the individual has to value knowledge in the first place, you know, like knowledge is knowledge is power, man. The power of information and knowledge to transform someone's life. And like, I've been in those situations before where like, you know, I've come across, I've still had often, you know, I come across a new book or a new article, maybe a new podcast, whatever it might be. When you hear something that just resonates on such a deep level, like that shit lights me up. It's it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going, I'm going all the way through this. I need to know the ins and outs of what's, of what, what what this is really trying to teach me here. And, you know, and then, but then absorbing knowledge is one thing, but then to like really reflect on how it applies to you, you know, and then to action it in one's own life. I mean, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Like, I just want to feel better. I want to be better. I want to master this life, you know? And I think one of the amazing things that you guys teach throughout everything and through Rise Above the Herd is just like, um, I just completely lost my train of thought entirely. No, that's, that's all good, man, bro. I hear you. And like few, few goosebumps coming up for me actually, because like, dude, I remember it wasn't that long ago. Like I was driving to a job I hated at a family business, you know, at a factory in Barrel. I know you're from Sydney as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but I was listening. I, was, I chose, I, I, I too had that yearning to feel better, to change. I'm like, something doesn't feel right. Something feels icky. I feel like a walking contradiction. My life has more meaning than this. I feel like I'm in an antagonistic relationship with myself every single day. I feel like it's affecting my family when I go home. Like what else is there? And that's that's the thing. And that's something that I always had with me as well. It's like, what else is there? Why doesn't this feel right? And yeah. it's, that's the driving motivator for an individual to go and discover, to ask the primordial questions and to see what comes back and to listen to new information. And like, all that started for me is because I was listening to an episode of Unslaved on the way to work that day. You know, yeah. it was obviously I've mentioned this many times. You're asking what's on Sophie's episode on developing somatic intelligence. And that was what? 2020, late 2020, early, early 2021. Crazy. And the, the radical shift to the fact that now, like, I'm living in Mexico, I've got a full time online income, providing incredible value, doing something that I love every single day of my life. Like, honestly, man, if I think back to where I was in, you know, though, though that period, 2020, and like, you know, if I somehow ask myself, do you think this would be possible? Like, what's the fuck no? It's, it's, yeah, it's a fuck. No, it's, you know, it's, it was, it's insurmountable to think that I could have pulled myself out of so, so much dependence, you know, mm. not just financially, you know, emotionally, um, on, on, on all levels and really, yeah. but it's just a testament to the power of knowledge. Right. And it's like, it's out there for free. Exactly right, man. It's out there for yeah. free. Yeah. 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 And that, that like, what you said, pulling yourself away from so much dependence, man, that's been the biggest part of all of this is, is finding my, finding my power again and, and, and my strength and just how much, you know, I was externalizing stuff and being dependent on other things. And it's just, it's crazy, man. Like the confidence I have now going out into the world, the voice that I have to just voice my own shit, you know, my own needs and my own wants. And, and, and to not care anymore about what people think or, or what might come back at me, you know, there was this kind of like fear of authority there or fear of getting in trouble or, yep. you know, or whatever. And that's just, that stuff's just falling away now. 
you know, and it's just walking around balls first out there, man. It's, it's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's such a big piece, man, is like, is not caring what people think. Obviously it's a broad thing. Like, Oh, I don't care what anyone thinks at all. I mean, we all care to some degree, but like in the general sense of like, who am I? What am I doing with my life? What lights me up? My truth, I'm going to go, I'm going to live it, I'm going to speak it. If you're not into it, that's cool. Yep. Don't be into it. You don't yep. want to be in my life? Don't be in my life. It's about, it's the, 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 the locus of power shifts from the external to the internal when you radically accept yourself. It's like, I no, I no longer need you to approve of me, approve of what I think, approve of what I believe, approve of what I want to do in my life. And so to me, that's that's a very powerful boundary, simply through that level of self-knowledge. It's like, I'm no longer dependent on the external to approve of me, on the external to provide for me. Why? Yeah. Because I've discovered it all within. And, I, and I, even on a financial level, you know, when, when you're able to, to, to provide value for yourself without having to be dependent on, you know, on a system which ultimately is trying to leverage everything against you. Um, it's, yeah. And the thing is, like, the system is raising all of us to be codependent on it and to be codependent with it. Like yeah. we're not, we're not taught any of this information in school. We're not taught how to develop self-esteem in school. We're not taught how to know who we are in school. You know, for, for many school is an incredibly traumatic time of, of, of abandonment for many, many people, you know? Um, and so we have to educate ourselves at the end of the day. I'm going to find the power in that education. Hmm. All right. So you just finished Rise Above the Herd, round five. Um, uh, I'm going to share a little bit about your experience um, and how, how that went for you. It was a great experience. Hey, um, I came into Rise Above the Herd not from a place of like, of lack or of like, um, I guess like, from a place of like being down in the dumps and needing something to, to do. It was like, I was already up here. I was already feeling so much more confident in myself, in my own power. You know, I already felt like I was rising above the herd in so many different ways. And then when rise above the herd came along and applications opened, I was like, you know what, what better way to kind of dive in deeper right now than to jump into a container, lock myself in onto the tracks for, for eight weeks and just deep dive this stuff and really consolidate everything and solidify everything. And and that's exactly what it was. Hey, like it was, it's just perfect for that. It, it gave me a place to be witnessed in that journey. Um, there's accountability, all those sorts of things that, that I often need. Um, and yeah, it was, it was amazing. Everything I learned, you know, the, the pieces on, on self-esteem, you know, I think, we overlook that so much in life and, and, and self-esteem has this weird ring to it. Yeah. Like we think, Oh, if you have low self-esteem, you just this, like, you just this sook that whatever. But I think most people are walking around with low self-esteem and, and it's not like, a, it's not a weakness. It's just a product of, of the world we're raised in. And, but they would, they would never think that I have low self-esteem. They would never even yeah. correlate it to that. Yeah. 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 And that was huge. And I think, one of the most helpful parts of Rise Above the Hood for me was the real de- deconditioning around a lot of the new age stuff, which I hadn't fully identified yet that 
was still such an externalization of power. Yeah. You know, like using these different modalities and, and things like that, I think, yeah, I, I was quite caught up and confused into like, oh, where do I go? Like, how do I, you know, this healing, that healing, blah, 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 whatever. Um, doing that module was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Like all this stuff, it's still fluff. But pull it back to me, pull it back to to real life, being in this body physically sitting on this fucking chair in this room, like what can I do? That was the the real big thing for me, I think, which really has pushed me forward. Yeah. Yeah, bro. It's awesome I just, think... it's just being in a group of a group of other people as well, doing the same thing. You know, like how amazing to have met that group of people that are just on a similar part of their journey to me. And, you know, like I feel like they're kind of friends that I hope to have for life too, you know, people that I can always chat to and I've always have shared that part of my life with those people. And I think got some insight there into a few other people. Um, I won't name them, but there's a couple in there that I think will really be friends for a very long time. It's amazing, man. Again, we're social beings. Community is important, you know, but when the community is filled with individuals on their own path, honoring themselves, that's when it gets really juicy and just really amazing and, and real fulfilling. And, you know, back to what Joel said, knowledge, you know, yeah. knowledge can transform a person's life. Taking in and learning about how certain philosophies have been disempowering you and going, huh, how do these disempower me and seeing them in your life and then yeah, exactly. A main one that people don't even have any clue what it is. It's a word that people actually use in the positive sense. Yeah. And really mean they mean to say like being kind or thoughtful or benevolent or something like that. You know, and then realizing, wow, look at these others, these this other knowledge that I was never made aware of ever for a reason. And taking that and integrating into your life and then seeing what shifts. You know what I mean? What parts of you start coming to the forefront to drive the car, you know, to drive your personal car through the world. And then you start seeing then how those shifts impact your relationships and your interactions with your environment. You get that instant feedback and you go, life is great. Like it's mm -hmm. dope. I feel more empowered. People are responding to me in a different way. You know, I like the way this feels. And then that whole process kind of re-strengthens yourself, gives you more self-esteem. So it's, it's amazing, man. Yeah. Yeah. A simple question for just for anyone listening is like, okay, where am I stuck? What am I struggling with? What am I grappling with? All right. Based on that knowledge, what threads do I need to pull to learn what I need to learn to get unstuck from that? And that's just the continual process. You know, as, as we go through life, we're going to bump up against these walls and just trying to navigate how to, how to unlock them. But that's like a personal journey, you know. That's that's on you to to know where you're stuck, um, and to have the self esteem and self assertiveness, you know, to go discover where 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 the keys are. Um, and we're just stuck in this process. We think other people are going to open those doors for us, you know. Someone else is going to guide us through through the maze of life, and it's simply not the case. It's not why I'm here. It's not why you're here. It's not why anybody is here, you know. We talk about self-reliance. It's about guiding oneself. We're all in these, we're all human beings in this reality, which no one really has the answers to, right? It's like, how do I answer for my own existence? 
I'm a human being which exists. There's certain laws which govern nature, which govern this reality. I need to I need to survive. I need to fill my cup on all these different levels. And that challenge is yours. That challenge is personal. And just we've been so conditioned and entrained to externalize that challenge for someone else to answer it for us. But no one gives a shit about your life the way that you'll ever give a shit about your life. Yeah. It's very true. And even we think about why we called it rise above the herd. I mean, the herd wants to keep you stuck. The herd wants to keep you stagnant. The herd keep wants to keep you within your own internal status quo. They don't want you rising above. They don't want you being the mirror and shining back like, wow, I've found something new and different that's more empowering, more inspiring. I have dreams that I want to go after, you know, because very often you become the reminder that that individual is not doing those things. And this is where you get people who try to drag you down, uh, keep you disempowered, judge you, et cetera. Bro, like everything that like I've created in my life the last few years, to me, it's like a freaking miracle. You know, it's like, to me, it's such so wondrous. It's so miraculous to think about where I was to where I am now, you know. But do you think like anyone reaches out and messages me to me like, congratulations, I mean, like, how's it going? What are you up to? What are you building? What are you creating? Like, you know, from my personal life outside of, you know, this paradigm. Yeah. No one, man. No one. No one, no one even checks in really on how I'm doing here. You know, it's, to, to be honest with you, it's yeah. like, yeah. So, it, like, you know, the, the, that's just kind of a point to show that, you know, like, yeah. Often, often, often the herd doesn't like to be mirrored back, you know, unfulfilled potential ultimately yeah people thought i was insane when i really began my like let's call it a more quote-unquote alternative journey they thought i was like insane like that i left like my cushy job post-college and i had my path laid out for me um but you know what that i didn't care because i was this is even before i even knew human design i knew there was something in me that I was drawn to, that I was like, no, this is exciting exciting to me. This is lighting me up. Not the shoulds, but what I wanted, what I desired, where I wanted to go, you know, call it intuition, guiding me, making decisions and being like, all right, this is the next step, which fed the next step, which fed the next step, which fed the next step. And here I am talking to the two of you right now. It's been a wild journey. And I think many people don't take, they don't take that first step or they take it, but then they don't continue with it. They don't honor that inner wisdom, that voice. They get so caught up with other people um, kind of pulling the strings in their life or people you don't want to they don't want to disappoint other people. So they go along, they keep doing the things that they were doing. And before you know it, they're 50 years old and they have a major midlife crisis or they don't. You know, it's like that's it's like a cliche, but it's it's what we've dealt with and what we see all the time. People yeah. just do what they've been doing, what their parents did, and then they wake up one day and they're like, holy fuck, I don't know who I am. I can't live this life anymore. And the shit starts crumbling down. So it's like you don't need to have that level of crumble happen in your life and destruction if you you, you like honor yourself more moment okay. to moment. I think that's one thing I'm really proud of myself for as well is that growing up, I always wanted to make music, do sound and, and those sorts of things. and And everyone except my mother in my kind of close, you know, family and, and friends told me not to do it. They're like, you know, you're not going to be able to make money in that. Like, what's the career, the career that you can do in that? Like, like, don't do that, get a real job and all those sorts of things. And I was just like, nah, this is what I want to do. 
And a decade later, I'm, I'm killing it. Like I'm an expert in my field and, and I'm loving it. And I'm so proud to look back at myself and be like, yeah, man, you followed you and you made it. And that, I've had a kick-ass decade. You know, it's been a crazy journey with all this other crazy stuff happening to me and so many big lessons and big rites of passages and things like that. But at the end of the day, my work has never really felt like work. I've always gone to work. I've always gone to my job and just loved what I do and generator, had a great time. Bro. That's that generator life. Yeah. 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 Mm. So key, man. You know, just being able to say that, to say that and then still know, okay, wow, cool. I found the thing that I love and I, I work at it. And yet there's this other stuff within me that I'm not aware of, you know, yeah. like how can I grow as a man? You know, how can I be a better partner? You know, yeah. and, 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 and you see that. I mean, how often do you know someone who's super, super successful, but they have no idea how to be in a relationship. They have no idea how to be with their children, whatever the case may be. So life is about becoming healthy holistically. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, you want to have that balance. Like, yeah, let's be successful, have mastery in your work. But yeah, can you be a good friend? Do you have integrity? Do you speak and communicate clearly? Is there consciousness in the way you go about your life? Yeah. And I think more and more people want that they want that balance they don't want to be so imbalanced yeah yeah that's right you you you, and the thing is like in my personal experience you got to fill one cup at a time you know there's there's usually one cup that's more desperate than another and Mm -hmm. you know once you filled and sustained that cup then the next one's going to present itself it's like all right Mm -hmm. i'm next you know yeah yeah like that's right Like for for me personally, like I was incredibly financially codependent on my family for a very long time. And this prevented me, in my opinion, from doing any other real work in terms of healing, in terms of looking at myself, because until until that tie was cut, until I was able to fill that cup, then like the energetic resources simply weren't there for the other stuff to really present itself to me for for, for, for me to address. Um, So this is why I'm always an advocate of just what's the next thing I got to get done, you know, just taking, taking that step mm. for sure. And like the healing journey is so not a linear one either. Hey, like it's, it's not just a straight line. It is just, it is spirals. It is waves. It is all kinds of oscillation. It's just, yeah. That's the authentic path, man. Yeah. That's the authentic path, bro. And that's one thing that's humbling too, because you yeah. can be someone who's like, oh, I've read the books. I worked with the teachers and I've got this all figured out. Yeah. And then life comes and smacks you across the face or you get complacent or you get comfortable. You know, it's like you got to be vigilant. I don't mean vigilant in terms of this, like being in this fear based state, but I just mean like being super conscious. Yeah. Yeah. Conscious of like you what you're doing, how you're thinking and how you're moving in the world. Yeah. And it's no what you one, do with that slap then. Hey. When life slaps you, it's like, am I going to be a victim and feel sorry for myself or am I going to take that slap and turn it into no. something awesome, right? Yeah. And you, pr- you probably will feel like a victim initially for a little bit, you know, <laughs> until it becomes too painful. And it's like, all right, this is on me. This is on my shoulders. No one else is responsible for my life. No one else is going to pick up that phone. I've got to, I've got to pick that shit up. Um, yeah. And uh, that's the biggest takeaway from Rise Above the Herd as well. Yeah. And everything you guys do, it's like, it's, it's that. It's exactly that. Yeah. Self-responsibility, like man, without yeah. per, without spiritual bypassing and, and like actually feeling the pain of the slaps. 
of the mm. things that happen in your life and going like, oh, yeah. fuck, man, like I feel that like and not not medicating it away, not escaping from it, allowing the time to feel what needs to be filled. It's an organic process. And then understanding that, hey, accepting what happened and going now what? Yeah. How am I going to take that? How am I going to learn from that, grow from that, make shifts in my life and be a more badass human being? Yeah. yeah. And the, the, the reality is that at the end of the day, when push comes to shove, no one can escape that shadow. It's going to come. It's going to come for everyone. Right. You know? You integrate either, that shit. Yeah, integrate that shit. You either deal with it or you, you know, you lay down. Um, and very often we're ignoring, we're ignoring the things in our life and it shows up in physical illness. You know, we haven't integrated, yeah. we haven't resolved, you know, not to bring in Germany, medicine, we haven't resolved things from our past and it shows up somatically and physically. So everything's, yeah. everything's a signpost, can be a signpost if we take it that way. If using illness as a great teacher to go, hmm, why am I feeling this way? Instead of why is this happening to me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. David Mann, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Thank you guys. So great to connect in in this way, you know, in, in mm. another way outside of the course, outside of the, the membership, um, and just to have this conversation. Bro, what's what are your big plans? For me, it's uh I've got a big move in 10 days. So moving house, moving down the coast, not far north of where you used to be, Joel. Um, so me and my partner moving down there. Beautiful place, ocean views, and um I think for me, for me, the real focus at the moment is, yeah, just, you know, nurturing my relationship, finding that balance in life um, so that I can nurture myself and what I do and what I want to create in the world, but also nurture my relationship and, and grow that. Um, and, you know, I've, I've had a lot of, uh, you know, since I left my, I left my um, full-time job at the end of last year and I've gone back into the freelance world and, uh, it's been really exciting. It's been such a transition and I've just got so many big, big jobs coming my way, big sound designs, you know, bigger budgets than I've worked with before. And it's just been really exciting. And, and a friend and I are uh, really considering starting a company together in that and um, taking that even further, doing more shows and things like that from a design point of view, as opposed to being there day in, day out, kind of doing the design, getting it going. And then, moving on to the next design, which I think is, is kind of the next evolution of what I do. And I'm really excited for that. So incredible, man. That, and that, and me and me and a friend of mine are starting a new men's group in Sydney. So, you know, we're just getting that off, off the ground. We've got our first, first one this Sunday, actually. So that's, that's really exciting. We've got a, a little nest of dudes that are really keen to start reflecting on themselves and talking about what they want from life. And yeah, so that's beautiful, bro. It's coming up, yeah. I love that, man. Um, uh, what was I going to say? It kind of, it, 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 it kind of, kind of slipped my mind. Oh, I'm a big advocate of partnerships. Um, so, you know, mm. when, when a partnership is right and you can enter into into business and have someone else, have someone else's mind on the on the task, have someone else holding you accountable, having someone else edit you, I think it's just yeah. especially for generators, it's just you know a lot more fun. Um, growing something that way for sure. So I like that. Yeah, and, it, and it's happened in such a beautiful way. Like about a year ago when, when it was suggested, it was a bit like, oh, maybe uh, we're a bit busy, but whatever. Yeah. And then this year, an opportunity came up that just presented itself and, and he's come on as my associate and we are building that show together. And, Sweet. and it's just working. 
Like it's, yeah, it's really good. And we're like, we can both really see the potential in this as well. Yeah, so. dude, that's it, man. That's that spark, bro. You're both lit up about it. Um, mm. Awesome. Dude, um, like obviously you mentioned you do a men's group, et cetera. Um, if, if you're open to it, um, how can people can how can people connect with you? I don't know how private or public you are um, on Instagram maybe, but if you're open to people reaching out, if they're in Sydney and listening to this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just at David Grigg on Instagram. Um, you know, I, I don't really have much of a platform built behind me with this sort of thing. I mean, most of my most of my content is just pretty photos of scenery and <laughs> cool things that I'm doing. So, but uh, yeah, at David Grigg, hit me up. I'm always on Instagram. I spend too much time on Instagram. <laughs> awesome, man. David, you're a legend, bro. Um, it's been awesome crossing paths with you and, you know, going through various parts of this journey uh, together and mm. looking forward to continuing to connect inside the community um, and via the podcast and just really honor and appreciate the path you've walked, man. Um, it's, it's potent and it's powerful. Thanks, brothers. Nah, feelings, thank you guys feelings, for everything. Feelings mutual. Feelings mutual. Yeah. Sure. Thank you guys for everything. Hey, like just doing what you guys do for forming this partnership and, and everything that's followed, like the, the community that you guys have built is just like no other. It's amazing. I feel like I've got like a home, a family, wherever I go now, I've got, I've got that community at my fingertips and I, and I always feel like I can just show up and, and be myself in there and ask the hard questions and, and, and there's always someone that shows up with an answer. There's always someone that comes forward and goes, yeah, I'll, I'll meet you there. I'll talk about that hard thing or whatever. So thanks for what you guys do. Hey. Thank you, man. Appreciate the kind words. And for anyone that's listening, the community that David's referencing is our membership community for the podcast called Friends of the Truth. Um, you can learn more at friendsofthetruth.co and, and apply there. And also for those that don't know, uh, round six of Rise Above the Herd applications are now open too. Um, if you want to learn more and apply, you can head to riseabovetheherd.co and jump on a connection call with us. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Take care. Smoke and mirrors, I'm seeing through the illusion. Waking up in the time, they think you're in a delusion. Somebody set the alarms, because they be too busy snoozing. I'm in a DeLorean. Fast forward in evolution to a place where we can share our confusions. Yeah, 450 BC, I'm sharing tea with